Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Black and Save. I'm one of your hosts, Kai Green, and I'm Dr. Keisha. Listen, y'all know how we'd like to start this podcast off. Let me ask my beautiful black girl plus magic is very real uh, co-host during this beautiful BHM, right? Let me ask you, friend, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um, gosh, life is just crazy. Um, people are crazy. Yes. <laughs> um, I had a meeting today and I was like, oh God. Like... <laughs> anyway, y'all, I said I was going to keep my answer shorter this week. <laughs> I am alive and well, um, and it is Black History Month. It is. Oh, I had sent you the um, American Airlines logo. Did I send you that? No, they, I didn't Ken- get- they wrapped the American Airlines logo in some Kente cloth. But anyway, yeah. How you doing? I, I'm confused now because I'm trying to figure out what American Airlines is doing. But um, no, nah, everything else on my end is good. Definitely trying to enjoy Black History Month, uh, encouraging people to don't be don't again celebrating Black History. Don't 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 only think about quote unquote Black History as we amplify voices of those who've done great work on behalf of the community. Don't forget to shine a little light for those that are currently doing the good work as well. Those who we can still engage with and those who cannot have their words misrepresented like MLK and some others, we can actually engage with them in real time. So as we honor people this Black History Month, that's one of the things I'm trying to do. I wanna encourage you all to do the same thing. Um, but yeah, friend, I am good is warming up here in Texas, which I'm super excited about. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up soon. It'll be my first B-Day with a ring day. Um, so we'll see how we'll see how that thing go. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm really, really good. I'm sorry, I saw yep. I just found something about Black History Month that I had wanted to share with you. Yeah, I just put it in our notes. Um, okay, I just put it in the notes. Uh, well, what I was gonna say then, so, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, well, the last time that we were with you all, we posed a question. We were talking about January 6th a little bit, and we wanted to ask people how they felt about January 6th, like what was going through your brains. And of course, one of our faithful listeners, faithful. I think she's the faithfulest. The faithfulest. Ah, Shadaba Shata. Right now, one of our faithful listeners was so kind and uh, replied to us. So I'm going to go ahead and play her feedback. And again, the, the prompt was we asked people to let us know what they were thinking about uh, December 6th, now that it was a year later. January 6th. Oh, man, January 6th. Wow. In case you're not following us here, it's when there was the insurrection. <laughs> oh my. January 6th, 2021 is what we're talking about. Sorry. I don't know right. why I keep leaning forward every time I say that. <laughs> Lean in? I don't know. Here we go. Here's from our listener. Uh... Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Um, January 6th, 6. I could sum up January, my January 6th reflection with this. Give us Barabbas in 
one sentence. Just, just give us Barabbas. That's what America is just doing right now. Um, y'all know this is a hot mess. Y'all, y'all see it. Y'all see the confusion, the manipulation, but you still insist. Give us Barabbas. So that's my reflection of January 6, 2021. All right. So again, we want to thank Mo for uh, taking time to leave us a message. Of course, if we put prompts out there, leave us a message. We'll play your response as well. And um, yeah, I mean, I have to, I think I've got to agree with her, Dr. Keisha. Is like sometimes just like in biblical times, like people are asking, right? The good, a good choice is in front of you, but we don't do that. Like we go for the most unlikely thing. Yeah, no, I think, y'all, yeah, the heat is whistling. I don't know if you can hear it yet. <laughs> but hear it coming in the background. <laughs> um, yeah, what she's saying is basically January 6th, they, you know, when, when she's talking about Barabbas, it's like, you know, Jesus was between two thieves on the cross. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I believe it was Pilate said, it, it was tradition to release one mm -hmm. and ask, okay, well, who do you want us to release? And it would make sense, you know, here's this innocent lamb of God, um, release him. <laughs> but the people actually asked for a vicious murderer to be released. Yeah. And so what she's saying with January 6th was that, you know, we've gone through so much with that former administration. This one seemingly is better and just, you know, it seems to be better human beings. Just, just better, you, know, you know, policy That's aside, <laughs> policy aside. Right, like qualifier, just better human beings. Just better right? human beings, right? It's like, and so, but these 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 insurrectionists, white people, were like, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's who they were. <laughs> they were like, you know, no, we want him in there, and you know, that whole thing is, you know, that whole. Thing is going forward or whatever but thanks mo mo sends us a lot of stuff she a lot does. of materials um throughout the week and we appreciate that's why i said girl at this point you might as well be one of our producers right because <laughs> she just sends us so much she does so much stuff um what, what you want to talk about next you want to talk listen, about I listen y'all there is so much stuff that we were like <laughs> we were texting each other back and forth this last week because it's just been all kind of foolishness like just all kind of stuff popping off but I think friend I think I want to um you know what let's let's talk about some of these Christian institutions like there's been some things going on with uh, Jerry Faldwell Jr. And then, then some, some other things that we noticed about Bob Jones. And like, I do not know how many people like really, you know what, let me, let me back up for a moment. Hold on. Okay. I don't know, like people listening to this podcast, if you all don't know it, like the Faldwells are a staple of American Christian being like, I oh, mean, all people. the way for why yeah, right 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 and some yeah. conservative blacks i think but you know what let me stop because <laughs> so but but anyway you can look up the faldwells they've done a lot their father was their liberty uh, university you know when you always get those emails <laughs> from them saying come get an online degree from liberty university they're an actual brick and mortar institution and hear this lynchburg virginia what <laughs> 
But now that you said it like that, Did now I'm about that? the insurance company. <laughs> liberty, 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 liberty. No, not the liberty, liberty. No. I know. I'm sure if you go in your email now, you will see an email from Liberty University telling you you can get an online degree from them. Oh, gosh. The thing is. And like I said, they are located in Lynchburg. Lynchburg. <laughs> they <laughs> where di <laughs> where diversity is our staple. Da -da -da. <laughs> <laughs> On the football team, yo, I am so. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Let's stick to the the, the thing. The matter. No. Okay. I got okay. one more. I got one more. Listen, we're trying to do something for BHM here at Liberty. How are we going to advertise? Come on up to Liberty. It's a great place to hang out. <laughs> oh, oh no. That was bad. Too, that too was much. Bad. <laughs> That was really bad. Oh God, Jesus! It's so Lynchburg. Come on. Anyway, well, if you don't know the Falwells, again, like this influential family in the white Christian American scene. The fathers did. He had he had some kids, <clears throat> but his sons uh, took over the empire, if you will. One son uh, became president of Liberty University, helped raise a lot of funds, got intertwined with Donald Trump. That is one Jerry Falwell Jr., who we're going to talk about some. Now, there's another Falwell brother. He still runs the family. I guess megachurch. Why are you added a D to these people's names? <clears throat> what did I say, Fald? Faldwell? Yeah. Yeah, I like it because it's a D in the middle of it for doom. Is it? Yeah, I thought so. That's the way I spelt it. <laughs> I don't think there's a D in it. Is there not a D in there? I don't know. Okay. While you do that, I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. So Jerry Faldwell recently did an interview on for with, with Vanity Fair of number one. Why he's doing an interview with Vanity Fair, I do not understand. Well, I do well, understand. Well, no, that. you got to back up a little bit, though, oh. because, yeah, there's no D in their name. It okay. came, it had came out mm -hmm. last year or last something year. that he apparently enjoyed watching his wife engage in sexual activity with a pool boy. Um and a lot of just like moral shortcomings and <laughs> a lot of different things. And apparently he was in business oh. with the pool boy. So I think the Vanity Fair article was supposed to, I guess, clear his name in some ways, but so Vanity Fair was not about that at all. Vanity Fair is with the, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but even a lot, I mean, a lot of the audience as well. And and, and there was actually some Christian voices on, on, on Twitter, like still roasting him because of this, like, okay, again, the reason I say all this stuff about them being like this kind of their family being this Christian institution is that if you look at what he says, and Dr. Keisha is right, like basically this scandal comes out, you know, he's losing credibility. I think, you know, he's no longer a uh, president or whatever of, of Liberty University. And so now he's coming out and basically trying to save face. And if you like really go through the article, essentially what he says is, I was a PK. I never really had a choice in what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be. And I never was like, I never was into all this religious stuff. I'm like, bro, you the president of like the largest yeah, Christian. But <laughs> that of everything that was said in this article y'all it's a long article it, is. it gives a history and it really i think it really speaks to like the people who speak out the loudest against certain things are not 
the most moral people, right? Because you come to find out that his father comes from a long line of miscreants, right? <laughs> oh, miscreants. And went down to the church, saw his mama, and was like, ooh, I gotta have her. Mm-hmm. But the mama was engaged to some other man. So he signed up for the Bible college, became roommates and friends with the man, and then stole the mama from the man. Right? I mean, <laughs> that was how I, mean, I read that story. I mean, maybe he had gay player, player. And then, but what's interesting to me is that he kept saying, my father wasn't really about these strict rules that he professed. It was really my mother. So I'm like, really? You're going to go the Freudian route and just blame your mama for everything? Right. <laughs> again, again, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, 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 you literally sell everybody up the river to try to make yourself look better. And it's just like, it's not plausible. And one thing you just said, Dr. Keisha, you were like, oh, you know, some of these, these 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 loud voices or whatever, you're like, they're not even moral people. And and then the other part I would add to that is like, not only that, but like they don't actually believe, right, this bill of goods that they're selling you. Yes. Like they are oof. And this is one that gets me. I believe that they are they are they are so much embedded or not embedded, embed well embedded into this idea that Christian faith is a set of beliefs, right? That is a, that the Christian faith is somehow a knowledge and yet not a faith system, right? And, and, and so what I mean by that is like everything that he talks about in the article, he's talking about to these quote unquote behaviors that strict fundamentalist societies usually would adhere to in order to create hierarchy and superiority and power and authority. And it's like, and now you want to tear all of that down because it no longer suits your need. You know what? I'm sorry. You don't get to do that, bro. Like these are the well, rules you put out there. I kind of think he can. I think, I think he I, can, no. because I think he was very clear that he, he did not go down this route. I mean, I think he, so he was this business person. He was into real estate and all these other things. And his father's business, which was the university, was floundering, and he brought him on with his business sense. So he he brought business sense. He was that man was not there for spiritual guidance. Clearly, well, I don't know what his wife is. Her name Becky. I feel like her name is Becky, I don't but maybe it's not. I feel like his wife. Um, you know what? Let me. I don't want to spend too. <laughs> She was doing a lot um, with young men. Yeah, her name is Becky. Um, Becky was doing a lot with young men. It's B-E-C-K-I. It's Becky. Wow. Um, Becky with an I. Uh, (laughs) Wow. I think it's a lot. Y'all have to go read this article. But I think what my issue is not necessarily with him because I think again I think he was a businessman running a business it's just that that the business was you know a Christian university Mm -hmm. right and he I think he was very clear and I believed him in saying like I'm not a strict Christian like I love Jesus but I'm not down for all these rules and laws and things right I don't have I'm not that firm of a believer so I don't understand why People had that expectation. However, 
I think he's only saying that now because it was called into question, right? Because when he was trying to present Trump as the Christian option, then you really were saying that you are the spiritual leader, right? right. So I think it's very convenient that now he's saying, but I think those are, I think those are his honest beliefs. No, he, he, he can save his head, no, yeah, absolutely. He can save those white lies for another day. I, I don't okay. believe him for what. Yeah, y yes, that man knew exactly what he was doing. You can, you, you, you I don't, any, I don't disagree with you there. I just yeah. think that he, he doesn't hold the beliefs that he was selling to other people. No, he doesn't. I, I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. But he, he knew the game he was playing from the jump. He knew that. Like you, you knew that people thought that about you, right? And you, you played into it and played on it, right? Yeah. You could have, you could have established that from the beginning. And then, secondly, I will, I will. I, here's the other part that gets me because I will, I will partially give him a pass on that. But you remember when we were talking about Ravi Zacharias a little while back? Here's the other mm -hmm. thing that pisses me off about the church. We create these entire systems that allow this crap to happen because yeah. the rest of that, there's no way the rest of that freaking board for that school had no idea of what this man's character was yeah. like. And you allow him to continue to serve in all the stuff they swept under the rug under his administration. Right. And just like I just think they racist. I think Liberty University is racist. I think they are racist, right? But they got black people that go to school there. Yes. Okay. And I just be like, I be looking at people who be, not just black people, I be looking at all people black, because I know, I'm aware of, and I know some black people and white people and Latino people who have sent their kids to that school, mm -hmm. to that institution. And I'm looking at you like, how are you aware of what type of institution this is? Mm -hmm. And you are willfully sending your child there under the guise that it mm -hmm. is a Christian institution. Mm -hmm. And I know you can say that any institution, you know, in the United States is racist. I know you can say that, but they are not proclaiming Christ. They're... <laughs> So how can you look at me and tell me that it's okay for you to send your kid to this institution and don't expect me to give you a side eye? Like, are you for real? Right. You sending your kid to school in Lynchburg. Right. Right. How? I mean, how? I mean, to an institution that openly supports things. Like, I mean, it's, it's not hidden. It's not a, it's not any, it's, it's not as a, you know, it's not a secret society. Like it's the, it's literally written on the walls. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get you it. You know, and we also came across another institution. <laughs> y'all got to go read this article. It's so many twists and turns. Like this is, y'all, it's like a Lifetime movie, like for real, for real. You know real. what? It really, really is. Now that oh. I think about it, maybe that's why he put the whole story out there. Cause maybe now somebody will want to buy the rights to this story. Cause it's a well, good story. Well, maybe Bob Jones has a drama department and then Liberty University. <laughs> okay, so this one over here, y'all, he's caught up in the fact that Bob Jones got a fashion department because it's come to our attention <laughs> that there was a fashion show with students, you know, the school I work at, uh, we have a fashion department 
um, and students, they design things. I think like I, I'm always like psyched when I have a student in my class who designs something and then it's like um, somebody wears it on the runway. <laughs> I think it's just like so cool. I hype them up so much when they tell me they're participating <laughs> in it. Um, I've never been able to go, but I'll be like, oh my goodness, let me see it. Yeah. Got a student like, anyway, anyway. But so this young man, I guess, designed a coat that was inspired by Jesus. <laughs> is that what happened he can't catch himself so let me just tell y'all this story this year, so this, this so first of all oh let me get into this because first of all um i'm on twitter i'm everywhere first of all um i got this article off of baptistnews.com <laughs> that doesn't even okay go ahead i'm sorry and uh so the 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 person in this article gives a whole backstory on bob jones bob jones university it's a christian university why it came about how it came about also points out that interracial dating was banned (laughs) at bob jones university (laughs) up until the year 2000 And I think the way that information came out was because um, then President, (sighs) what was his name? Bush, um, George Bush Jr., the third um, baby Bush, um, he was at the university and people called that into question, like, why are you at this university where interracial dating is banned? Where is Bob Jones located? (laughs) It's in uh, South Carolina. All right. So, so this young man, um, he designed a jacket and they had said, I was trying to find. So he said he wanted his collection to impact the culture and help people see that fashion is just as valid and capable of an art form to communicate beauty. Mm-hmm. Oh, beyond the superficial gender performative box that it's put in on campus. Okay, so he was, he was, um, <clears throat> right. He was very intentional about his design. Um, and so I think I, I'm trying to find where they said, what they said about, um, what they said about the what he created. Now it's a jacket. Now I've been calling it the Jesus jacket, y'all. If you want to see it, hit me up. I'll send it to you. Cause quite frankly, I would rock the Jesus jacket. And it was a it's a it's a friend. It's a it's a, it's a, a wrap, it's a wrap coat. It's a wrap coat, which yeah. is very flattering to my body type, I think. <laughs> um, it um is crimson red. Okay, the blood, the blood, yes. Okay. So they said they grew so alarmed over a rap code designed by a student for a class project that they publicly called the student's work sacrilegious, blasphemous, dishonoring to Jesus, offensive, and egregious. Um, and so this one over here, y'all, he's just caught up on the fact that they have a, oh, I wanted to go back and find it. Oh, man, I closed it. <laughs> It's in the notes. Um, he's just caught up in the fact that they have a fashion major 
at Bob Jones University. Yeah. And here is, we, we, I, y'all, maybe y'all can focus on what's important in this article <laughs> because this is what I'm focused on. I, I'm, he's great. focused on that. I'm focused on, I would rock the Jesus jacket. Um, and then I'm focused on the author, the person who wrote this newsletter. They, they said that he is a 2004 graduate of Bob Jones University with a Bachelor of Arts in Bible. And then they say some other things about him. And then they said he recently completed a Master of Arts degree in worship from Northern Seminary. And I need somebody to explain to me what is included in a master's degree in worship. Um, and, you know, what job requires you to have a master's degree in worship? Uh, <laughs> do they give out honorary ones? Oh my gosh, Dr. Key. I got so many questions. Okay. You ready to talk to the people? I mean, yeah, but I mean, look, the, the, like, okay, the big concern that came away from the um, Bob Jones, listen, Bob Jones University trustees, okay? So these should be well-educated, well-experienced people, you know, uh, no, they're, they're not. These are people I, with the most money. Stop. But I said they should be, should be, should be. They're the board. They're the trustees, like I was saying for Falwell. But their big concern reportedly was that Fox's look, Fox is, a, is the person that designed it, the look for Jesus was too feminine, which they believe blurs Jesus's distinction as a man. Okay, can we just call it this friend? Is it just me? My understanding was that during that period of time, I think most everybody or at least men wore tunics anyway, basically. Okay, first of all, (laughs) all the pictures that y'all got of white Jesus, he got long flowing hair. Y'all weren't concerned about that. Right. He over here talking about during that time, they wear wear tunics. He trying to say they wore dresses. No, that's what he's no. trying to say. No, you cut. See there, you cut me off at the knees, and let me continue right. my line of thought. What I'm saying is, it's it's so contextualized, right? There are people now that would would look at tunics and robes, right, and they would feel that those things are feminine. That has nothing to do with that person. It's it's ridiculous. So what I'm saying is, it this is so contextual, and to try to sit here and say that mm. that is a that is the thing that's it's just but, but he said that he was trying to blur the gender lines though he said it it came out of his own mouth no no not his no. mouth his mouth no 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 like He's, he said you can, we can't have it both ways dr Kichu. Hmm? he said he's trying to expand people's horizons on fashion like and and the presentation of jesus and, you know, he and, said and gender. Same thing, Doctor Keisha. It's a jacket. It's a wrap coat. You gonna wear it? This one? No, I would not. <laughs> but the reason I wouldn't wear it, and this is very, very true, it's for the same reason you wouldn't catch me in a suit that a lot of Southern Baptists would wear. I don't wear that. I don't. I don't want a jacket down to my knees, and a, it's not practical. It is not functional. That's what that. That's for me. I, he my said problem. men wear pea coats. They don't wear wrap jackets. I mean, a good wrap jacket. I'll I'll wear a sweater. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get I get. 
I think we just putting this out there for y'all to, you know, decide what what, what you want to do with it. Um, but I think the young man was very clear in that he was pushing the envelope in terms of gender norms, particularly at his university. And they're, they're also saying the same thing. They're like, he's pushing the envelope and Jesus is a manly man and this is not acceptable. That is, you, you There Dr. was also Bruce, a statement in there like- I'm not gonna play well, with you. I, my, y'all, my friend is over here. <laughs> She's over here. I ain't playing with you, I'm serious. You, Dr. Keisha, you, this is- I'm not saying they right. I'm just saying if okay. he, if I, okay. if I come to you, right, if I come yeah. to you and I say, this thing that I'm presenting to you is pushing the envelope or challenging your current structure of gender at your institution. I come to you and I say that and I demonstrate it, right, in a stereotypical way, right. Then you come back and say, well, this is too effeminate. It is sacrilegious. This is, this is not our picture of Jesus. And furthermore, you look gay because there's a statement about that in the article. <laughs> they did, they, did say, they did say that to the young man, right? I'm sorry, no, no. Listen, I believe that there are some things that are valid criticism, okay? This person can push the envelope, that is fine. But man, if we're going to move the needle in any way, then let's have a true discussion. But Bob Jones says the needle does not need to be pushed because first of all, y'all blacks and whites should not be dating each other. Exactly. For it, Let's just put all the problems on the table. Number one, if y'all are just now deciding that people can date interracially in 2000, I'm sure 2020 or 21, 22 is not the time to have a fashion program. It is not, it just, you're not ready. You're really you know, not can ready. We, I know you want to keep it short this week. Okay, um, go ahead. What does a Christian fashion program look like? I noticed there's a whole movement of like modesty and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. like the midwest whites um they like they don't really wear like pants like they have these little outfits that's like like i would wear i wear leggings and yoga pants because maybe i'm not that safe i don't know um <laughs> but they wear their leggings and yoga pants have a full skirt over it that comes just a little bit past the knee uh-huh that's their like, like there's a, their whole fashion lines around this. So I'm just curious as to what kind of fashion is coming out of the, the fashion program at, you know, a Christian school at Bob Jones or whatever. I don't That's know. It. I'm done. I would love to see a Kojic fashion show. Uh, so that would be, I think that would be interesting. It's gonna be a bunch of missionary suits uh hats i don't even know how many buttons the suits would have on them okay can i get a wrap oh do we have okay if anybody listens you know what i'm not gonna do that come on so we got bob let's, jones because we yeah i'm gonna i'm about to go <laughs> off the you rails. go in that yeah, oh, you oh friend i had to send this to you when i came across it y'all if y'all did not know it uh bishop uh noel 
uh, Word Bank Cleophas Jones uh, uh, proposed here recently. Um, I personally have a hard time. I can't even mock him. I have a hard time listening to him because I he uses so many words just for the sake of using words and to sound like an intellectual or a very wise or knowing person. And it really man grinds your gears it, yeah you like it really say. grinds my gears and then he comes on and so he recently proposed to this longtime girlfriend side eye miss loretta and i'm not with it dr keisha you know i will let me let me back that up love who you're gonna love do what you're gonna do but if y'all have not seen the video please watch the video because he did all of this rambling and he never really stated why he loved that woman but it was all about why she should love him or he should say yes to her or he should decide to even ask her to marry him. He went through, am I ready to put away my cars and ready to adjust how I have company over at my house? Well, see, <sighs> here's the thing. Did you ever watch that show, Preachers of L.A.? Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where I became familiar with Miss Loretta because some of the wives on there was like, why you got this woman doing first lady things mm -hmm. and she ain't no she's not and he's been married before because i believe he has grown children mm -hmm. and a lot of what i heard him talking about was like abandonment issues from his parents he's jamaican mm -hmm. uh -huh. you know his sister's grace jones don't yeah, you? yeah yeah blew me away when i yeah. learned that yeah um and he talked extensively about that and i think i understand i don't think he's right in what he said because I, mm -hmm. I don't that's not love right like love does not puff itself up love mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you better come on me with these scripture references mm -hmm. um <laughs> so i understand what he's saying in order for him to get to that place to propose to this woman mm -hmm. i think he had to come to to that you know, I got to give all this up. I got to do this. I got to do that. Um, it's, I don't know. You know, we only see what people show us. I think there's a lot that we don't know. Yeah. Um, that show was so troubling for so many reasons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of women would be like, well, the problem is her. Like she stayed this whole time. Um, but, you know, I... I'm think I don't even know what to say. I'm thinking the relationship benefited her in some way. I think they people tried to ask her was they like getting it in or whatever, and she was just like that's none of your business. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm like we doing this on TV. Like it was My just night. a hot mess, a hot hot mess. And then he was the one offering advice to DJ Haddon with his messy self. What? Child, I ain't going down this road of Christian gossip. They got whole shows for that. We're not the, one of them. The, um, but he has proposed. I would like to see if he actually marries her. Right, right. It. I mean, I hear you, Dr. Keisha. Like, I just, I, maybe it's a part of me because of the ministry side and being around people. Maybe I'm a little bit biased there. But I, I don't trust it. I just, I just, yeah. I won't, like it, it was, it seemed to be a very self-centered proposal. And mm -hmm. I just, I feel bad for people. Like I would rather, I, I, I'd rather people's relationships failed because folks were a number of different reasons, 
But when you have some, the worst thing, let me put it this way. The worst relationship fails that I've seen has been when one person has really been selfish and the other person giving. Because by the time you wake up and you realize what you've gotten yourself into, you have literally given your all literally i mean but they old so ain't that much time left but well i mean she, i think she's younger than him but no but still like if you just you, know, you don't want to be standing that, there she, with she, empty. but she said yes didn't she she did all you gotta do is say yes don't fight this feeling of dread okay um but i'm just saying i don't i just you know relation christian relationships are weird to me okay but and but but you know like why why would you say that they're weird like, or why like they be, i feel like it'd be real like f-boy behavior and oh you told me not to say stuff like that no more no i didn't tell you that you said it's worse than me actually cussing <laughs> did i you told me a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> and they they pour some holy spirit on it like um <laughs> and then the woman just be on some foolishness too sometimes like your girl kiki um yeah you go tell them go tell them you go tell on. them what she said because i'm not i saw the reaction to what she said but uh, go ahead so I don't know when she's getting interviewed or whatever. And but Kiki was just really talking about this idea of like, you know, having being mindful of who's around your partner. Uh, specifically in her instance, she was talking about her husband, uh, because she's still fairly newly married, right? She she only been married like a year. And that's why I'm like, why y'all, why is she having a conversation about this? You she remind me of these women. <laughs> and it'd be men even... like this too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would say this, and I, I, y'all, if y'all see me acting like this one day, please let me know. They act like they got the last husband. Yeah. Or they act like they got the last wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. And now they full of all this wisdom. <laughs> you just got she, married yesterday. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But she's, she was saying that you know she is careful about who's around her man and she made a comment about you know not 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 being a big fan of you know having uh, women stay over at the house you know even even some of her friends you know like um and that she would in in there are instances where i'll say instances i won't say all the time but she would prefer to get them a hotel room or you know something then like have that them stay at her house then first of all i'm sorry go ahead go ahead i'm sorry no 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 i'm just they so be careful. First, I, I like. I understand. I understand being cautious. I I do. Well, can I read what I found on the Twitter? Okay, go go for it. Well, let me just tell you my 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 reaction to Kiki. <laughs> um, I don't really like staying at people's houses, even if they're single. Uh -huh. I just so I'll take the hotel room, Kiki. <laughs> but I'm very much with these women here on Twitter. So there's this woman, and I want to get her book, Candace Marie Bembo, and I'm. Her book is, is called The Red Lip Theology. Um, the Red Lip Theology? Yeah. Somebody, can somebody okay. give me that book? It's like $26. That's a lot. 
Um, but no, I do want to read her book because I feel like she might be like, she might say some things that I like. So this is what she tweeted, right? You let me ready? Yep. If my homegirl told me I had to stay at a hotel when I came to visit because she doesn't want her husband tempted to have sex, I wouldn't think she was my homegirl. I will also ask why she married that N-word, but that's just me and my homegirls. <laughs> um, and then she says, most of my homegirls are married and I've stayed with all of them. All we do is shop, cook, watch movies, drink wine. Okay, I'm gonna say what, eat, eat edibles. <laughs> Laugh <laughs> at insane volumes, reminisce on years past, IG stalk our exes, go to church, and hit a brunch before I leave. We barely even say, see, dude. The church really has done a number on us if we think that keeping the people who have always been there for us away from our beloveds is the key to a godly and successful marriage. It is not. It actually feeds our insecurities and is proof something wasn't right from jump. More than that, it makes us fragmented people who are trifling and it reinforces the notion that we are nothing and had nothing until, until a man chose us as his wife. Our girls are there before he was and will be there when he messes up and God forbid it ends, they'll be there when he leaves. If those people got to pay for a bed in your city, then you got to reevaluate a whole lot of things in your life, including how you see God. Mm. And there were a lot of women under the this thread saying, you know, sometimes when my girlfriends come over, we so loud, he just leaves and goes to his mama's house for the weekend and be like, I'll see you Sunday evening. Mm -hmm. And I really like that part where she's saying, you know, if that's what you gotta say, and it's something that I always say, we, we've had this conversation from maybe the very first episode. Why do we treat Christian men as though they're powerless and that they're just out here just lusting after everything and they have no control? So just because your homegirl's in the house, then that means that your husband is gonna be tempted to have sex with her? Mm -hmm. Like, and if, if that's who you marry, then the, the issue isn't with your homegirls, it's with who you marry. Mm -hmm. Because then, but using that same logic, what's going to happen when you go away for the weekend? What's going to happen when you're not around? Right. If these are your homegirls, these are the people that are closest to you, sometimes, and I'm sure you know that this has been in your experience, your wife's close friends have gotten with you to surprise her or to plan something, then that can't happen, mm -hmm. right? Because y'all don't really have a relationship. Mm -hmm. I just it's this that and that's why I mean like Christian relationships be weird people be acting weird right right I think there's a lot of things that we put in place that we think are wise right um and they they're, they're not and and I'm, I, I think the the um uh, the person you were referencing I think that maybe that's what she was getting at um there are so many things that we do quote unquote to protect our faith and I think our faith was meant to protect us. So in, in the sense to where I agree, like for me, I, I don't understand the logic, right? Uh, trying to put this fence between friends and the, and, and the husband. Cause I'm I, like, I boil all of that back. Cause my, my question would be, well, do you not trust your husband? 
Um, is is there something in your relationship that you think that that one that your husband would do that because the proximity of your friends or not really to me that's a secondary issue like you said Mm -hmm. what happens when you go out of town what happens when he goes to the mall to the game when he goes out to dinner and you know uh, some woman hits on him what happens then when you're not around like that's a that's a that's a character defect not a community defect right and say it wait again right that's a that that's a character defect not a not a community defect right and and sometimes we we do and i think that we get in relationships and and we do we we sometimes we become possessive right and then and, and to some degree we play god in that person's life because you know what I, I i'm gonna remove i'm gonna remove everything i can to ensure that you don't fail in this relationship and again that's not a relationship you know what I'm saying? You are going to run yourself in the ground. And ultimately, in my opinion, you're, you're going to be unhappy. And I would also ask this question. How do they how do how do you balance out your relationship? Because, you know, I enjoy my wife, love being around her. But one of the things that we talked about as well is that we both have our own friend circles. We We both have our own routines and some things that we do and there's there's parts of life that we share together but we try to give each other that space right to have that autonomy because there's things that she does in her own space which is why i love her that allows her to be who she's going to be and so it's it's just i don't know i i i i heard this and i was sad and the the one other thing i'll say is and, and then i asked the question well maybe this was advice she said she got from her mom you know, preachers and stuff. And I do know preachers who take the idea of being there for everybody, in my opinion, they take it too far. They they don't set up boundaries so that their wife and their children, you know what I'm saying? Like know that they serve the special place and those lines get bur- blurred and they, they do allow too many people, quote unquote, access to their home. But to me, that's a different thing because if I'm talking about my friends, fr- friends and best friends, like, no, like, come on, like, you're in my city. Why are you at, if you want to go to the hotel, cool. But my house is an option. I'm not worried about you messing around with my family or screwing my family over. Because if that's the case, then we don't need to be friends. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, Kiki, I, I, you know, do you and live life as successful as you can. But um, this idea of shutting people out Um, I would really question if there are some underlying insecurities that need to be dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Well, you were talking about, you were talking about some man, I guess he had some boundary issues. Y'all, if you've ever, if y'all seen, y'all remember Paris Stone, late night BET, uh, Evangelical Network, all that kind of stuff. Paris Stone, and I don't know if he was in a, you know, I don't know if he had a disability or not. But this dude would give like all these prophetic words and stuff. He was one of those people. And anyway, basically he was preaching and someone had had enough. And she was like, instead of all these prophecies, why don't you talk about all these women you've touched? And so anyway, if you know about Perry Stone, he's under investigation for supposedly having, um, you know, uh, messed around with some women. To what degree, I do not know, uh, but it's an ongoing investigation. So if you get bored, you remember Perry Stone, give it a Google. And uh, yeah, yeah, he could not prophesy his fingers to stay to himself. 
Oh Lord, not the fingers. The finger, shout um, out, shout out. But who's running the investigation? I don't even like. I don't. I don't even. Know. I got to dig into it some more too. Um, but I, I assume some of the women have come together and they're actually raising a lawsuit against him. I believe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, y'all, you know, folks just need to stay saved. I don't know. Talk to Jesus. I don't know. Well, something. Stay black. Get a stay Jesus saved. rap jacket. I don't get know. a rap, get a rap coat. Um. Go to Bob Jones University. Get you a fashion degree. <laughs> I don't know. I want to think out a Bobby Jones scholarship for the fashion department. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Bobby Jones don't got nothing to do with them people over there. Well, Bobby Jones was a snazzy dresser, so Bob. Jones. Um, I mean, do you have? Did you have anything else? <laughs> no, my friend. I was thinking. I don't we... know where to go from. Right, here. right. Listen, I'm just gonna say this. It is Black History Month. All of our listeners, keep listening to the podcast. We love you. Lift up those who are around you, and in the words of Kiki Shear. Open up your home to your black friends and love them. <laughs> you know, I saw um, I saw on Twitter, you talking about Black History Month. This is the last thing. Um, besides the fact that just, these are two random things, y'all. One, I was watching church the other Sunday and Joyce Meyer was at Lakewood. She's <laughs> wrapping up her sermon. And I, I heard her say, um respectfully can i ask the people that are trying to leave to not do that and i was like is there a black woman inside of joyce meyer's body <laughs> oh she kind of does have that swag but she was just like people's salvation is on the line and you trying to get to the parking lot so can you respectfully stop doing that i thought that was funny i had shared that with you uh but the other thing was um i saw i think it's the city of houston oh gosh um did you see it no but you say city of houston and i get nervous it's at the top of the notes i just like plopped it in on the top of the notes there um civil rights icon rosa parks to be honored with tribute on metro houston buses and trains oh. and so it's a seat <laughs> on the bus oh boy that says what does what does it say okay. dedicated to the memory of rosa parks this seems dedicated to my home. The Twitter thread is out of control. Somebody said, on behalf of Black people, we didn't ask for this. <laughs> we were thinking criminal justice reform, some form of reparations. Hell, even a statue would have done better. Oh, boy. Um, people are trying to figure out where on the bus this is located. A couple of people are like, I feel like that looks like the back of the bus. Um, and so I think Black people have been having a lot of these conversations. I, I mentioned American Airlines early on. They sort of wrapped some Kente pattern around their logo. Um, you know, all these performative acts for Black History Month, um, you know, Black people aren't having it. Like, it's, it's not good enough, right? If you're not really affecting change in your institution year round or really investing in Black communities, then we yeah. really don't want to hear it. Yeah. The other thing is, don't ask me to be on anybody's panel. Yeah. Um, it gets funny because, well, no, you know what? Other Black people can't ask me. Non-Black people can't ask me. But if Black people are asking me, don't ask me on behalf of non-Black people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm right because then you're you're 
you're requesting labor from me, unless you're paying me like a lot of money um, and you're, you're reinforcing <laughs> um, inequities by, by doing that. I think, you know, if you're not using, or, and the other part of it is that if you're not using me on panels throughout the rest of the year yeah. and, 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 you know, treating me in an equitable way, don't parade me out during February. Like I'm not coming. Well, however, I do like when black people gather and have a rousing um, singing of lift every voice and sing. Um, oh, I got to find it to see. It's one with some kids. Did you see that? I got to send no. it to you. I got yeah, I'll find it and send it, it to me. you. Um, Cause I, I think that you, you feel that song in your soul. So um, <laughs> if you can just sing lift every voice and sing on this black history month, I'm really tired. So at this point, I'm, yeah doing a lot of randomness that's okay friend i think i think we're at a good stopping point it's black yeah. history month we'll sing the hymn you know what yeah what so um. the doors of the church are open <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna do it for this episode of uh our bhm uh episode <laughs> i don't know this episode of Black and Save, listen, as always, we are so thankful that you all listen to us. Mo, thanks so much for the great feedback. Keep it coming, you all. If you got a question for us, you got comments, you got a story you want us to cover, DM us on Instagram or leave us a note at our anchor page. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you all next week. Yeah, or, make sure you check out our Instagram, black.saved yes. on IG. You can follow me at Dr. Keisha, that's D-R underscore K-E-I-S-H-A, or... Or you can follow me, Kyron Green, at Kai Green Speaks, that's at K-Y, green like the color, speaks. All right, we'll talk to y'all later. Peace.